0: following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North. KSTP AM 1500.
1: The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery.
2: Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial
3: strength, Todd Rooker. Hey, welcome. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing this morning? Picking up where Jason and Mike left off. This morning, we have another episode for Saturday of the month. Can you believe Evan? I mean, Evan's gone. Can you believe it's September already? My gosh, how is that possible? And for those of you who follow me a little bit, this is kind of a unique month for me because September 11th of last year, that's when I had my major stroke. (laughs) Not going to stop me. Anyway, Great Waters Retirement Radio great segment i think we have today uh we are joined by brian jass from great waters uh and uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on in the market and the economy so for any of you who are dealing with you know some of the uncertainty of the world uh as it is right now i think maybe uh brian can bring some clarity to all of that so brian you with us
4: Hey, Todd. Good to be on with you this
3: morning. Very good. Very good. So the coronavirus pandemic and our current recession is causing a lot of people who are in retirement, nearing retirement, uh, great concern and, uh, and you know, with good reason. So why are those uh, near retirement losing their confidence? What do you think the primary reason is? It says, though, so I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead.
4: Yeah, I mean, what what a lead-in, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons to 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 feel uneasy right now. Um, you know, you mentioned obviously the coronavirus being on the top of everyone's mind. I heard there's an election this year too. Is, is that, that right? That, that I think that's happening. in November is,
3: is that going to be an important thing? <laughs>
4: it might be. Oh so, my! Yeah. yeah, I guess they've happened before. So.
3: I might have missed that. I guess. <laughs>
4: Yeah, We'll see how that plays out. But,
3: uh, Be yeah. afraid. Be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, uh, to, like I said, to feel uneasy. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. You know, as much as we like to say markets don't like uncertainty, well, people don't either. So, you know, looking for some stability, looking for some, some rhyme or reason right now um just to 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 have some confidence to to face the the short run and the and the future here um is important so you know I get it I I get it uh, there's been, there's been times throughout the year that where I've been feeling the same way you know what's going on um you know what's going on in the market what's going on with my money you know my 401k looks more like a 201k right now Um, uh, you know why why is that um, what, I love what's going to be happening here so uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons to, to, to feel that way, and I just want to say it's okay. It's okay to feel that way, but we don't have to stay that way, um, and we've got some things that we're going to talk about today to, to hopefully give you some confidence. Um, as much as we don't want to hear it, we've, uh, we've seen things like this before, um, and even though uh, the volatility is real, um, the, the, the causes may be different, but the, the volatility that we've seen, we have seen it before. And we'll most likely see
3: it again. Absolutely. And many times in different forms, uh, this is – and every time these things happen, they are always seemingly the most profound because that's the one you're living through at the moment. But there is – there are ways to offset the uh, so-called volatility and that's kind of something you guys specialize in. So how do you bring back? How do you how do you uh, uh, console someone, appease someone who is concerned? And how do you bring back their confidence?
4: Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and, and a, lot of, a lot of times it feels like just a buzzword, but you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan to <clears throat> face these uncertain times and not just hope that uh, we pick the diamond in the rough or hope that... Uh, we didn't need to take money out or spend money that month when the market's dropping. We need to have a plan to, to face it. Cause whether it's up, down, or sideways, you know, my hope for, for all of my clients and, you know, for all of our listeners, listeners today is that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. Whether it's a green day or a red day. Uh, so the most important thing though is you have to have a plan. And, and this year especially, you know, some of these investment principles and fundamentals that we, you know, harp on. Uh, you know, buy low, sell high. Avoid timing the market. Uh, you know, diversification, which is you know the fancy buzzword to spread your money out. You know, this really is truer than ever today, and it's been working. You know, to try to get in and get out. Well, we've learned that that doesn't always uh, that not doesn't, doesn't always pay off. Um, so we need to have a plan. And We need to have a plan that can face the the good times and uh, and more importantly face the the not so good times
3: so are the things that you're that you're going to say to somebody specifically that are going to help them understand how you might uh, combat the ups and downs and changes that are going on because it is very much I mean the political climate is certainly intense and charged. And it has a, a a amazing effect on our investment markets. And obviously, when you're nearing retirement or you're or you're in retirement, your concern is a consistent income, and that's problematic. So, folks, if you're in the if you're in the market, if you're if you're meaning that your your monies are still invested in stocks and bonds, uh, even if they're in funds that are mutual funds, index funds, what have you. Uh, if you need a certain specified amount of income each month, that means that if you don't have enough, uh, if the, if the market's down, you're going to have to sell more shares to be able to derive the same amount of monthly income. And if it's a good market, then obviously you sell less. Well, the second is, is the, is the better, right? So that's an issue when markets are up and down as it relates to your longevity of a consistent income what 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 Brian undoubtedly likes to call a smooth ride there you go. so how do you deal with that Brian how do you handle that
4: yeah the the timing of when we need these funds or what we 've saved for when we're going to use it is very important you know you hit it hit it on the head if we're in retirement or nearing retirement it becomes a little bit more real. I was just talking with a uh, a young 20-something the other day, and he's like, what should I be doing right now? And it's, you know, take risk, buy stock, don't look at it, you know? Uh, stock generally is a more, more uh, aggressive way to invest, if you want to use that word, but uh, long-term, it's been, a, it's been the way to, you know, hedge things like inflation and, and, see, and see a lot of growth. Um, but to your point, if you're in retirement, and these are the dollars that we're going to be using, by the way, not all the dollars are going to be used at once, to have a plan of, you know, Maybe we think in terms of buckets, well, we can still be long-term with some of our money. Maybe that's our stocks. Maybe we have a bucket that's kind of that intermediary term, the five- to seven-year money. But we better have some money that's, uh, that's available when the markets aren't cooperating. And sometimes this isn't the exciting part of investing. It's not uh, something you're going to brag to your friends about, but uh, to have a good old-fashioned rainy day fund and an emergency fund can help when it 's raining, and uh, it 's felt like it 's been raining all year this year, so having a, a a stream like that where we where we can stomach the the dips is important um, and just making sure that when we when we are looking at our our plan its it really does come down to what are our expenses and what are our sources of income, and the more guarantees that we can have in a in a in a volatile world, and 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 like we said, in an uncertain world, the better.
3: So, what about what about some of the moves specifically that you can do? Because there, there, you know, as I love to say, there's there's always opportunity in famine and plague. <laughs> I know that's a little extreme. I know, but there really are uh, some great opportunities here. There's there's things going on that can be extremely beneficial when used as an overall plan. Uh, one of them is we're in an exceedingly low tax environment. Number two, we've got very low interest rates for, uh, that would relate to house, housing prices and and living expenses. Um, and so things like, uh, conversion from from traditional uh, contributory investment plans to Roth plans and things like that. Those are are those things that you somebody would want to look at at this particular point in time.
4: Absolutely, you know the market is something we can't control. I think that there's proof of that uh, this year more than it, more than ever. Uh, but tax rates, those are things that we can control. How much we pay when it comes to taxes is something that that we can control. You know, you mentioned traditional IRAs. These are the accounts where we put money in. It's been, we got a tax break on the front end. It's been growing tax deferred. And we pay taxes whenever we take it out. Well, if we need to take it out, it is what it is. We pay taxes at that time. If we don't need that money to live off of now, if we don't have to take it out, a fantastic strategy, a fantastic way to affect Your taxes, the amount that you pay on those distributions is a Roth conversion. It's shifting money out of that traditional IRA into a Roth IRA. You just have to pay the taxes on what you move. So right now, we feel that is a fantastic opportunity to make some of those adjustments because we are in an extremely low tax environment. And Todd, I think you and I would both agree that it may not always be this low. It may not always huh, be as huh. low with the quantitative... <laughs> could
3: change in a matter of months, couldn't it, Brian?
4: <laughs> the amount of, it could change in a, in a matter of months, again. Uh, but with the amount of money that's been pumped into the economy, uh, you know, the, a lever that could be pulled is uh, to raise tax rates to, to pay some of that back. Let, so. me,
3: let me bring some clarity to this, because I think a lot of people, I know they are, are confused. When you talk about traditional... Uh, and, and, and Roth. For a lot of you, you're thinking about, well, maybe fundamentally just from the beginning, too many people tend to believe that a retirement plan, and there's many with variations on that theme. Are really simply an umbrella from taxation, so they're not an investment specifically. But when we re- refer to traditional, uh, as an example, 401k, many of you are of the uh, of the opinion, based on what you know, that you've got your 401k, and then you could have a Roth on top of that. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the way you contribute to your qualified investment plan, and so a traditional uh, contribution is a is a contribution where you're not taxed. And so there's the money that would otherwise be income taxed, won't be taxed going into that retirement plan. But then, of course, when you take retirement, not only the money that you put into the plan that you didn't get taxed as income on, you'll be taxed on all of the money, that being also the money that the money turns into in terms of its growth. That's a traditional contribution. A Roth contribution is where you're going to pay taxes at the onset, but then you take money out in retirement. You don't have to be concerned with required minimum distributions because there is no tax at the end. And so when you think about, folks, What could be, what could be coming, a higher tax environment. That means you pay taxes now, not on the whole portfolio that you have, but rather simply the amount that you're putting into it, and that eliminates the possibility of having to pay taxes down the road should there be a high tax environment. The other thing that you've got to be conscious of is that if you're going to invest now, and we could talk a long time about this, but you might see this as a tremendous buying opportunity because when investments, stock. Get beaten up and they're priced low. That's a wonderful time if you have the if you have the financial strength to wait for them to recover. Which means you could buy low and wind up with a highly appreciated stock. Well, if that happens, do you want to pay a lot of tax on that appreciation, or do you want to pay no tax on that appreciation? So that's what we're really talking about here. Sorry, Brian, I just want to make that that clear to people.
4: Yeah, on on the back end in retirement, if you've already you know hit that point, you know I, I, was, I was looking at some of those strategies. But if we if we have money to invest, and and maybe you did receive an extra paycheck uh, when everything was going down this year, well, that money could be used as an opportunity to put back into the market. Uh, to your point, Todd, uh, you know buying at a lower point and and watching that money grow over time. Uh, so so maximize your contributions, uh, whether that's in your 401k. A lot of companies, that's your retirement plan through work, a lot of companies are offering the Roth 401k uh, to, to, to... Or to, more
3: uh, specifically, the Roth contribution option the contribution to the 401k. Portion.
4: Exactly. So the ability to to make those uh, contributions and pay the taxes now when interest rates, excuse me, when tax rates are lower. So it's a fantastic thing that we can control if we think the, the tax rates are going north in the future.
3: The other thing, folks, that you should be aware of is that, and you, if you listen to my show, you hear me say this a lot. Uh, and if you haven't, then you're gonna take this as a real abrasive comment. But homes that you live in, not investment properties, homes that you live in are not a good investment. All right, houses don't appreciate, houses simply go up relative to inflation and because you're supporting that growth through paying property taxes, insurance, and all the maintenance, it's not a good investment as investments go. Now, if you tell me I would just spend the money anyway, well, then maybe it is for you. But nevertheless, remember this, if I can borrow money at 2.9% and I can buy stocks that are beaten up that have the potential to come back And and as I say, be highly appreciated in the future. Why in the world would I use extra money to pay down my mortgage more quickly, other than the fact that you're scared of the world and you want to pay everything off, when I could take those same dollars and dollar cost average into stocks when they're beaten up and pay less money and have dramatically higher return on investment than a simple 2.9% return? That's simply a leveraged concept, and I hope you understand that, folks. You agree with Absolutely. that,
4: Brian? <laughs> I I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, maybe not taking money out of your home to to invest, but uh, <laughs> if we're thinking, what should I do with this extra money I have? And you know, a lot of times, it's
3: well, right, wait, right. The that's decision that's that I'm, yeah. yeah, the decision right. I'm talking about, Brian, is where people are contributing more money to pay down their loan more quickly exactly. when they've got a three percent loan and their investments, even at a down market, are are generating a six percent return. Come on, folks. Exactly. do the math you got gotta be got to be smart about this yeah
4: there's some opportunity costs there, certainly
3: yes, sorry um. about that all right <laughs> so so you know um <clears throat> there 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 are a lot of other considerations as well. are there not and uh, as it relates to social security, some of the folks out there still have pension plans, and these are the types of 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 vehicles that generate. Uh, income for you guys that do provide that smooth ride. So there's importance in the way that you decide how to take that money or how to use that money, isn't there?
4: Absolutely. Um, When we're thinking about our plan, um, while we're working our plan, a lot of us budget off of our paycheck. Um, When retirement, we get to recreate that paycheck. So it's extremely important to to determine how we take our Social Security benefit. It will be there. I know there's a lot of talk about that as well. It's always a topic that's on the on the table for discussion because there will be some changes that happen to it. Um, but it is it is, is a decision that needs your attention. It's not an afterthought. Um, you know, how we take our pension benefits is extremely important as well. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of different situations where you can take a higher pension amount for a few years. They call it a bridge pension, but then it gets cut. Um, well, that might look good for a couple of years, but then you have a lower paycheck for the rest of your life. So, you know, looking at those potential income streams that pay out every single month is powerful. It's especially powerful if the market's not cooperating. Well, that paycheck shows up the same amount, whether the market's again up, down, or sideways. So the more guarantees that we can have, like pensions, like Social Security... Well that means we need to we need to pay attention to how we draw on those and when we draw on those. And if we don't have a pension, like like I won't, I won't have one of those, uh love to. Uh, there are tools available that you can, you know, utilize to create pension like income. So it's not just stocks, it's not just bonds. The name of the game is what does that money mean? What does it turn into? Um, how do we buy things with that? And sometimes it's just creating a steady income stream to give you confidence to face that up head on.
3: And and folks, if, as you listen to Brian talk about the the notion of, of pension plans and the fact that for many people they're going away, the other thing you should make the distinction of is what the, the real pension plans of old versus what many people call pension plans today, which are simply annuities. So when you look at your so-called pension plan, if you have a lump sum uh, that you could distribute, then most likely you're really not talking about a pension plan, which old pension plans, the older ones, simply paid you a percentage of your income with, it, with oftentimes an inflationary hedge that went up relative to uh, year by year. Today, most people have pension plans, and they're simply managed annuities. But the fact that they are annuities means that they do have that mortality component built in, and that's what allows them to pay the same amount of money throughout your year, because some people will die sooner, some people will live longer, and overall, they'll have the money to pay everybody a consistent income for their lifetime, regardless of some people dying sooner and some folks living longer. But that's a big difference between the old pension plans, where I got 70% of my income for the rest of my life and it went up every single year really wasn't a lump sum that I could take or do anything with it was simply an income stream that was not dissimilar from my paycheck so today even in those pension plans Brian we have to be very careful in the planning of those right
4: absolutely absolutely the the pensions of old uh, are just that um, if you're fortunate enough to have one be thankful every month it shows up because <laughs> I <do> agree, uh, <laughs> We have to look a little bit differently to, to get the same type of guarantees. So um, when you're making that pension election, oftentimes it's going to give you different choices. Um, a lump sum, which you, know, you can u- use that lump sum, it's a pool of money that you can move into a IRA in most cases and use different types of investments, maybe like an annuity to recreate an income stream. So yes, uh, or or looking at just the various pension election options. It's it's important to to take your time with that decision and make that decision as part of a plan, Um, not just a pool of investments, not just a plan isn't just a bucket of stocks, uh, an account full of stocks and bonds, a plan looks at all the different moving parts in your retirement or in your current uh, living situation to make sure that if this happens or that happens, we have a paycheck that shows up if um, If an emergency happens, we 're able to tap into uh, a certain bucket. If the market 's not cooperating we 're able to uh, accommodate for that We don 't have to like it, but we can have a plan to withstand the dips
3: and everybody everybody has a different timeline which is which is really the biggest component to the planning, right.
4: Absolutely. Uh, the, the timing of when we're going to need this money—it's it's one of those investment principles. Is as much as we don't like the dips, it doesn't necessarily need to hurt you outside of maybe how your heart feels uh, when they're happening. If our time for when we're going to need these investments is is significant, you know, ten years plus, for example, um, it can actually be a positive. Uh, going back to our contribution conversation, if those dips are happening and we're adding to our investments, it can be a fantastic thing. Uh, So keep doing it, even if it feels like we shouldn't be adding to our investments when the dips are happening. That's the perfect time to be adding to our investments. Uh, You mentioned a concept earlier, Todd, called dollar cost averaging. Uh, That's exactly what many of us do, whether we realize it or not, when we're part of a 401k plan or a retirement plan through our work, and we add Every couple of weeks, or on the first and the fifteenth, anytime that paycheck comes in, and we're buying into the stock market or into investments uh, on a regular scheduled pace, uh, you hit on, hit on it. When we add the same amount, we're buying more shares, we're buying more of those same investments at lower points when the dips are happening. So volatility can help help our portfolio. Um, again, we just don't have to like it. Uh, but as long as we have our timing of when we need these monies, the money in check, uh, it can be a good thing. But to what you mentioned earlier, if we need this money, if this is the money we're paying the bills with, you know, that, those might not be the dollars best served in a stock fund.
3: Right, right. And, and that dollar cost averaging concept, folks, just eliminates the problem of having to time the market to buy at the best time or sell at the best time. And that, I mean, I, I'll just say that that for most people the notion of doing that if you really if if that's something you think you need to be aware of and something that you need to do i'll just say forget that nonsense um the best and the brightest of us in this country can't do it and if and if even the warren buffets of the world and the ray dalios of the world can't do it trust me with that with the with the the pathetic information you get on the news there's no way you're doing it either it so might be a
4: little late once once it once you
3: hear about it yeah yeah <laughs> so anyway uh, the we're gonna cut we're gonna take a break here and we're come, gonna come back because it is very much at issue that timeline that I uh, alluded to and we want to elucidate that because when you take your retirement. When you take your Social Security, whether or not you've got a side job or as one of my clients calls it, a side hustle, (laughs) Um, all of those things can have an absolute dramatic impact in your timeline and income trajectory over your lifetime. Don't forget, folks, that most of what you hear on TV and radio is, is going to talk about mortality. Now, mortality is simply the average death rate, average, average for people in born in the years, your category. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't plan to live an average lifetime. I want to live longer. So we got to be concerned that we've got money and we don't do that horrible thing outlive our money live too long and the money's gone so that's why we want to do this right so we're going to come back and talk more about that timeline we will be right back with great waters financial retirement specialist uh brian jass and uh tell you how to have a smooth ride through this horrible pandemic pandemic we'll be right back Commercial real estate. If you're looking to lease, purchase, or sell commercial real estate, working with the right team is everything. Metro East Commercial Real Estate is the name to know. John and Ann Whitcomb, along with their team, have over 35 years' experience. They have the knowledge and skill to represent and guide you every step of the way. Whether you're a seasoned professional real estate investor, a business owner, or possibly would just like to learn and gain knowledge to get involved in commercial real estate investing, Metro East Commercial Real Estate should be your first call. You can find them on the web by going to MetroEastCRE.com, that's M-E-T-R-O-E-A-S-T-C-R-E.com, or by calling them at 651-351-5005. Again, that number, 651-351-5005.
1: In this regard, we win.
3: Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 92 You are listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So we were talking about uh, the timeline trajectory and and how important it is. Uh, Great Waters has a tremendous plan where they look at the, the the years leading up to retirement and then break those years up into retirement and create uh, specified uh, buckets as to how you will manage and and utilize those funds during that period of time. Brian, talk about that because I think it's such an intriguing concept and it's so easily understood.
4: Right. Well, we've all heard, don't pull, put all your eggs in one basket, right? Uh, there's not one investment that does everything. Uh, that's why you need to have different tools in the tool belt. Uh, and another way to look at that is you know, what tools should we have when we need may need the money? So, yeah, we do think in terms of, of buckets, uh, you know, I mentioned it earlier, we might have our short-term bucket. That's that's our maybe our emergency fund, the one to five years. Um, we know most likely when we're going to be taking this money out. We know that it's earmarked for X, Y, or Z. Uh, then there's the, the next bucket, the 5- to 10-year bucket, uh, that intermediary term, and then we'll call everything 10 years plus more long-term, the long-term bucket. Uh, you know, if you're in, in your 20s, 30s, 40s, that a lot of your money could be in that long-term bucket because we don't need, in quotation marks, this money uh, for a while to live off of. So we can be maybe a little bit more speculative, or maybe a little bit more, you know, stock heavy. And that's
3: because we can handle the major ups and downs during that time because we don't need the money, right?
4: That's exactly right. It's all about when we need it or when we may need it. And with the with the money that we're saving for retirement, well, that should be uh, for just that. It should be money that we use in retirement. I know this year with the the CARES Act, they they did allow people to you know, dip into their retirement penalty free. Uh, They waived a 10% penalty um, if you needed money this year out of your 401k. Ordinarily, you can't take money out of your retirement plan until you reach 59 and a half, age 59 and a half. I don't know why it's so specific, but it is what it is. 59 and a half, you can't take money out or you pay a 10% penalty plus potentially paying taxes but they waive that if people face financial hardship. So, you know, that may be, oh, I can do this, doesn't mean you should do it. It doesn't mean you should tap into your retirement because it's, again, money that should be for retirement. So even if we have a long timeline for our retirement, we still need to focus on having that short-term bucket or that emergency fund bucket to avoid things like that, to avoid the need or the temptation to dip into these assets that should be replacing our income when we want to retire. So,
3: Brian, when we talk about uh, uh, an emergency fund, what – first of all, from from my perspective, and I help people with this every day, uh, it's your first line of defense, folks, because you don't want to sell – uh, investments when you're in a down market. And if it's retirement money, the reality is not at all, because even though you may be selling at a good price, you're also losing the opportunity as time goes along. So your best bet is not to have to use that money at all. Well, if Challenges arise, and they're going to, it doesn't matter who you are or how smart you think you are or how good of planning you do, it's going to happen. And so your, your emergency fund is your first line of defense before you need to touch any of those assets. So what do you think a person uh, who is an employee, because there's a difference between if you're self-employed or an employee, what do you think is a reasonable amount of money that someone should have in an emergency fund?
4: Yeah, I'd say if we're working, you know, maybe a a W-2 employee, we have a regular paycheck that shows up every couple of weeks, uh, to have anywhere from three to six months of expenses is reasonable. It's a good starting point. Uh, You know, a a lot of uncertainty or a lot of uh, emergencies can be handled with that. Uh, You know, if we think about job loss or, um, you know, even if we're furloughed, like this year we've seen a number of people furloughed for a period of time, To have that rainy day fund, to have that, you know, six months or so of of money uh, in a, like we'll call it, a boring bank account, not making anything right now because interest rates are so low, is very powerful. It's very powerful to uh, be able to meet your obligations. To be able to make the mortgage payment. You know, maybe not pay down extra on the mortgage payment right now, but uh, be able to make our mortgage payment. Be able to, um, you know, meet our our bills that we have in the short run. Uh, three to six months, I'd say, while we're working, is is a reasonable uh, amount to have. Uh, in that bucket. If we're retired, that number, I think, goes up quite a bit. Um, maybe that's one year or two years worth of expenses. So it's Everybody's numbers can be a little bit different, too. Um, you know, I like to say, what's your zero? If, you're, if, you're, if your bank balance dipped below a certain amount, when do you get nervous? Uh, you know, what's an amount that you just feel confident in?
3: Um, I okay. know a lot of people who listen to that, Brian, because I hear it from them, think that those numbers are absurd. And so if you're sitting out there and you think that's crazy, I'm going to have money that's not working for me, that amount of money, I can't imagine that. So, okay, fair enough. So what I would say to that is, all right, three months of your total expenses. So that means your take-home pay, right? That doesn't mean your gross income, that means your take-home pay, which means you've got 90 days. you got a disability policy with a 90-day elimination period you can self-insure because you got three months before the benefits begin. Okay, so that's a way to make up for that mid-range when you go beyond that. Then you probably wanna have some investments whose liquidity means that within 90 days you could get access to them and not get hurt too badly. As opposed to having long term investments that might have more volatility, and you could really hurt yourself should you need that money earlier. So it is, you could get away with that. But look, folks, I understand that when you say three months, look, if I need five or 10 grand a month, that's, you know, 15 to 30 grand. And for a lot of you, that just is an astronomical amount of money. Well, guess what? If you don't have the emergency fund, you're simply going to invest money and then you're going to take that money because you don't have an emergency fund and you're going to get killed with taxes and penalty taxes, which means you'd have been better off not putting it into your retirement account at all. So for a lot of you sitting out there, you have a retirement account, but you have $0 in emergency fund. So you have to recognize that it's a necessary thing. Go on, Brian. Yeah,
4: we got to pay ourselves first. Um, we got to take care of, uh, ourselves, um, even sometimes before well, I won't say
3: before paying your bills, but
4: uh, <laughs> <pay> yourself, <laughs> you, are, you are one of your bills.
3: Well, it uh, is a concept. Pay yourself first, right?
4: Non negotiable. So, uh, non negotiable. and you hit another great point. You know, we can invest not just for retirement. Um, we can have investments that uh, are for you know. In my life, I have three little girls. Uh, I'm told that I might have three weddings someday or maybe three college tuition payments someday. Uh, well, that's still a long-term in my household, but, you know, that's money that can grow for those purposes. And if I need that money not just for retirement but for expenses that I've earmarked, it's good to have a balanced attack, too. It's good to diversify, which is, again, a fancy word for spreading out your investments into different uh, instruments within a portfolio. Uh, You know, stocks and bonds, we talk a lot about that uh, because they move differently. You know, this year is a great example of that. When the stock market was in a free fall, uh, the bond market was actually up significantly because interest rates were so low. They have an opposite or an inverse relationship. When interest rates go down, bonds go up. Well, without getting too more detailed than that, if you need money and the market's down, the stock market's down, we can sell our bonds. We can sell our investments that aren't down, buy low, sell high. What a concept. Uh, you know, I know it's exciting to be invested in the latest tech. It's exciting to be invested in, uh, what's what are the big ones today? Tesla's a big one, Apple, you know. There's almost this feeling if you're not investing in it, you're missing out. The FOMO is setting in, Todd. Where, where I gotta get, I gotta get on it because my neighbor told me about how much he made in Tesla. Uh, well, he didn't tell you all the other, you know, stinkers he owns in his portfolio too. Uh, so it may not be as exciting to have a balanced portfolio, but it's exciting to pay your bills and it's exciting to to do what you want to do now and into retirement.
3: Consistency and stability is the key to. Uh Safe and secure life, right? <laughs> Not too sexy, but certainly uh, <laughs> lets you allows you to sleep at night. The other thing that I think is important here is the the profound nature. Of taxes. I mean, wait, I talked a little bit earlier about a so-called side hustle, a small a uh, a uh, 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 a job, something that you would do to earn income. Okay, I don't just mean going down to the food line, uh, you know, food shelves and helping out. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm talking about something that makes you money, that has you using less money, so that money gets to work for you longer. A little bit of money, a small fraction, possibly of what you earned in your working uh, life can make a profound difference on your on your long term success in your retirement and I mean profound and then there's the other one that I'll say that is equally profound and that is proper tax planning that goes well beyond simply converting a traditional uh, contribute contributory retirement account to a Roth account there's all kinds of tax uh, benefits and when you truly understand and I do sincerely mean this Brian when you truly understand that we are in a low tax environment and I really believe that's not going to last long. There's a tremendous opportunity here, folks, and you need to explore this because it'll have a dramatic effect long-term on your retirement accounts. We're going to take another break here. We are going to be back with Brian Jass with Great Waters Retirement Radio here on this first Saturday of every month. Uh, Brian, can be uh, gotten a hold of by what? Tell me your number, Brian. Phone number
4: 612 360 that's going to get you in touch with our firm. We have a number of advisors that are here to, to help answer any questions. Also, our website, greatwatersfinancial.com. There's even a talk to an advisor tab. You'll get connected uh, with somebody that's either close or nearby to you or, or anyone that can answer questions over the phone. We'd be happy to help.
3: And you guys cannot do enough pre-planning. I mean, knowing what's coming at you, being able to make small adjustments well in advance means that there's no dramatic things that have to happen. You get into retirement and the first time you actually do an analysis is when you're 65, 70 years old. Guess what? There's not a lot of time to make small adjustments. They're major catastrophic changes and that's what you're trying to avoid. These guys do a free consultation. They will show you where you are in terms of where you want to be and it's very clear and and it is just enormously beneficial, and I recommend highly you give them a call. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Brian Jass
0: Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a completely List of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612 423 3059. Do you have enough to retire? four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com The Lone Ranger and Tonto. Yes. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, yes. Butch
1: and Sundance. That's
0: right. Turner and Hooch. Okay. Tango and Cash. Uh, all right. Starsky and Hutch. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Okay. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Got the idea. It's that every superhero needs a sidekick. That's why when Jason Walgrave needs help for his customers, he calls on Mike Overson at Leader One Financial. Find out how to get started on making your plan today at ApplyWithMike.com. Cause He's super. Laverne
3: and Shirley. Exactly. find Arlis Cleveland LTD Certified Public Accountants and Consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763- 786-0639 That contact information again accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763- 786-0639 What are the first three letters in the word SMART?
2: SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP SmartSide Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the smart choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to sma2day.com.
0: You're listening to
3: Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Our show for Saturday of every month is always dedicated to Great Waters Retirement Radio. And today we have advisor... Brian Jass. And we've been talking about the volatility of the markets, the things that you can do, and some of the strategies and tactics that really change your concern for what happens day by day and gives you the courage and stability to deal with you know, long-term planning and, and a smooth ride in retirement. So we left it talking about a couple things. Brian, why don't I just throw it to you and you can pick it up where we left off.
4: Yeah, just to reiterate what you said, Todd. Investing early, investing often is is such a concept. Uh, I was just meeting with a client the other day. We were, you know, kind of finalizing the plan, and we're already working with one another. And he said, "Hey, Brian, I have another account. It's got about twenty grand in it. Thirty years ago, I started throwing fifty bucks a month in it, uh, and now I have this extra. account. So, what can we do with that? And it was, w- what a concept! Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, invest early and often. So continue to do that. Uh, something else we were also talking about is is, is tax planning, uh, the importance of that. It's it's again, it's something we can control. Can control taxes at least in the year um, that we're speaking to, because we know they can change. Uh, you know, one of the things we talked a little bit about was contributing to I- traditional IRAs or Roth IRAs, conversion planning. You know, there's things you can do in brokerage accounts to. Take advantage of losses. There's something called tax loss harvesting. Uh, but one of the things that I think is important to consider when it comes to taxes is how we file for Social Security. Uh, you know, Social Security, I don't think we think of it as a tax strategy. Uh, a lot of times we think, you know, do I take it early or do I take it late? You know, if we take it early, we get it. Earlier, what a concept. If we let it grow, we, we get it later, but it's, uh, it's obviously at a higher benefit. Um, I think a lot of times we think about it just in terms of the growth. Uh, but Social Security can be a significant tax strategy as well. Um, and, it's, and it really is, you know, when and how we file, it sets up every other financial decision that we're going to make. It sets up our investment plan, sets up um, our income plan, obviously, uh, but it also sets up how much we're going to pay in taxes. So one of the things, Social Security is a tax-favored tax, a tax favored income stream. So I want to point that out first.
3: Um, what does that while, mean? What does that mean? Explain that briefly.
4: Yeah, real quick. So when you, when you take money out of a traditional IRA, it's taxed as income, 100%. So every dollar is subject to taxation, ordinary income tax, the highest form of taxation. When you take money out of a pension, that pension check we were talking about a little bit earlier – it's all taxed as income. If we're working, that's taxed as income. Social Security, at most, we'll say this, at most, is only 85% taxable. You always get a 15% uh, break on your Social Security benefit. We won't get into the fact that it shouldn't be taxed at all, but uh, <laughs> at most, 85% taxable. But it's possible for, for many, of, many of you, many of us, it could still be taxed. Depending on your other sources of income determines what degree your Social Security is taxed. So it is possible to uh, get some tax benefits on your Social Security, uh, tax, favorable tax treatment on your Social Security benefit. So this idea of taking it earlier, or taking it late, one of the things we want to think about is by delaying our benefit, it's going to grow. After your full retirement age, it grows 8% a year. So at 70, you don't have to wait till 70, but at 70, you could take your benefit, and it's much higher than what it would have been at 62, much higher than what it would have been at 66. But now we have a much higher benefit designed to meet our expenses that's also taxed in a much more favorable way. You will pay less in taxes on that income stream by delay. It.
3: Which just simply means all dollars are not created the same.
4: All dollars are not created the same. And by delaying, again, I'm not a proponent. Everyone needs to delay. If it, if it works with your plan, and that's what we'll look at in your plan, we have many clients that take it early, clients that take it at, 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 at a variety of ages. But by delaying your benefits, something also to keep in mind is what else does that allow you to do? Maybe that's the time where you can take money out of those 401Ks, IRAs, And if we don't have other income, it may be taxed at a lower rate, too. So it's not all dollars, as you mentioned, Todd, are not created equal. uh, And we need to look at that when we're um, determining our income stream. We need to look at that when determining when to pull and where to pull from. So the, the decision on when to file Social Security should not be an afterthought. It is literally the first thing we talk about. Before we get into what stocks and investments own, a lot of that stuff just kind of takes care of itself.
3: And it's a complex decision based on all the other things that you've got going on. It is not as simple as, well, I might as well take it now because if I die early, I'm not going to get it. So it's not that. It's a lot more complex as it relates to the rest of the the inner workings of where the money's coming from for your retirement. Not to mention the fact that 8% increase per year is extraordinary. That is just – when you understand that that additional amount is for the rest of your remaining lifetime, that's – I mean, it's huge. It's just huge.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, back in the day, we used to – Teach teach courses just on Social Security. I say back in the day, uh, February uh, before everything <laughs> before everything hit. Um, so at community centers throughout the throughout the Twin Cities here. Uh, but if you want this information, um, again, you can reach out to us directly. But there's some fantastic resources on our website, GreatwatersFinancial.com, where you can get a full analysis of your Social Security claiming options and watch some videos that our team has put together to just show you the importance. Of how to file, which are
3: which are just folks. They're just webinars or podcasts webinars um, that podcast. were done when you know when they when we were able to actually interact with one another. What a concept that was!
4: A concept. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we can get back to that someday.
3: <laughs> Hopefully. So so you know the, the some of the things you want to take from this is um, first of all uh, be be conscious of. Putting your money into areas that are not going to be dramatically affected and shifting over time, putting different buckets together where some monies will be long term that can support and, and, and sustain the ups and downs that take place. Uh, taking advantage of the, of the market being down with some of those dollars because you don't need that money, but then also having an emergency fund, having other, other investments that are going to give you a consistent income and delaying the amount of money that you need as a full benefit as long as you can so that money can continue to grow. These are some of the major things we want to concern ourselves with as well as the tax implications that are just, uh, extraordinary. So, uh, hopefully, you enjoyed our show, Brian. Thank you so much for being on.
4: Thank you for having me on, Todd.
3: All right, you great can contact you. Brian at Great Waters. Uh, great Waters Retirement Radio enjoys having Brian. We've had him more than once. Brian, real quick, what's your phone number? One two three
4: six zero two one two seven.
3: Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, everybody long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800.
0: This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM1500.